Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part one of this episode. What up, what up? How's hey. it going? Hey! What's up? Hey, yep. what's, uh, what's up with the color? Green today? We go green in the yeah, background? Yeah, going green, man. Gotta, gotta yeah. rep, the, rep the squad, you know what I mean? Yeah, hey, I get it. I get it. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I feel like I haven't talked to you in like, um, you know, 24 hours. It's been so. at least 23, man. Been at least <laughs> 23 hours. That's for sure. But here we so are, back a- again. Back again, again. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. You're in a good mood today, man. You just had a good day. I, I, I actually kind of did have a good day. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good day. So awesome. I, work went pretty, like day job work went pretty well. DJ, uh, you know, uh, consultations coming in for next year, um, you know, on pace to like, do better than I've ever done, which has been the trend the last two years too. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean... Like, and I think that's probably par for the course for people who want to get to that point. It's easier right now than almost ever. 
Right. You know, doesn't mean yeah. you can't put the work in that you don't put the work in too, but right. Yeah, man, it's been, it's been a pretty good day. And then yeah, I'm going to watch I... some more girl from Plainville later. There you go. Well, and I think, I think, you know, if you just keep your nose to the ground and you, you keep learning and keep growing and, you know, I, I love the saying, learn as you grow and, you know, and, and if you just keep doing that, man, good things just seem to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, quick shout out to our boy, Nick having to work tonight. So he's not going to be able to be with us tonight on the show, but, uh, we figured we'd just take a chance and, uh, do a off night. I know we're normally on on Tuesday nights, but uh, speaking of Tuesday nights, last night, what a great conversation that was with Morgan Childs, huh? Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was great. I think it was so eye-opening to hear some things, some key things, right, that, that you need to think about if you're going to go into that, like, small wedding, intimate wedding, elopement market, and that it's a real thing. It's not just a pandemic thing. It's not just a COVID thing. And, and just even some, like, I, you know, I haven't put it on my website yet, but happily ever after party will be a package yeah. in my, you know, on my, on my menu of packages and will be something that I promote for couples who say, Hey, we decided to go the small route. Well, cool. Yeah. You still going to have a party afterwards. Right. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's so smart. Well, if you uh, if you didn't get to see that episode live, obviously you're always welcome to go back to our YouTube channel. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, sh- shameless plug, we hope that you will. And um, yeah, and watch that episode from last night along with all the other episodes that we have. Uh, this is, what is this, number 64? Like we're, we're getting up there, man. This is pretty cool. This is good stuff. Um, but you know what? The shows are not about us. The shows are really more about our number one, about our guest, and number two, about you, our audience and and us working hard to continue to keep bringing you guests that are going to help you build your business. And, and a lot of times help you build from a personal standpoint as well, not just from a business standpoint. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, you know, uh, I think sometimes when you tune into different things like this, right, it's very salesy. Um, Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes it's very much like about me or about David or about Nick, right? Those kind of, those, that's, that's the complete opposite of what we try to do. We, we want to, we want to promote our guests as much as possible, but we also want to make sure that you get free value by watching our show. And, and if you tune in to shows that that we've had in the past or ones that we'll have in the future or this one, which is going to be, I'm super excited to, to see, you know, it, it, you're going to you're going to walk away with something, even yeah. if it's something you maybe don't want to put into place in your business, which is fine. You're going to walk away thinking, hey, you know what? Like, I know more about that now. And if I ever want to, guess what? I can dive in. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much, you know, my criteria, I think, at the beginning, as I said, um, you know, whatever we get on for guests, it's imperative that our guests leave our viewers and our listeners, whether you watch the show live or whether you listen to the podcast version after the fact, I want you to uh, have felt like in that hour, in that 30 minutes, in that 45 minutes, whatever it is, shoot, some of our shows went on for two hours, you know, but in that time, number one, you felt like it was well spent. Number two, you felt like it was spent with people who actually care about the fact that we want to see you grow and we want to hear your success stories. And number three, that our guests can help give you at least one, but hopefully more than one nugget that you can implement immediately, right away. Like as soon as you're done watching, you take your little notes down, which by the way, 
I, I would really, really suggest that you t get a pen and paper or however you take your notes and get ready. I know you can watch and listen to this again, but while it's fresh in your mind and you're hearing it, take notes because there's going to be a lot tonight for you to do that on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm excited because, because this one I did not get to be a part of. Yep. And so this is going to be my first time watching it and you're going to get a post live reaction from me about how I feel about this, uh, about this episode. So I, I really, I'm super excited and I want to buy one of the hats. There you go. That you are wearing right now. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, by the way, you can get them on their website and they even pay for the shipping for you, man. So that's pretty cool. You don't even have to pay for shipping. They ship it to you free. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. So let's, let's set this up really quick for anybody who, uh, you know, doesn't you know listen to us or has never watched us before or has like what in the hell are you guys talking about um so normal the normal format of our show is we would normally have a guest live on with us um in this particular instance our guest was not able to be available during the time where we do the live show so nick and i actually did a pre-recorded um interview if you will with the guest and uh and so we're going to show that interview tonight it's about 22 minutes long and uh, I'm telling you, it is from beginning to end. It is it is wow. It is full of just energy and just a lot of things that I think you're really going to appreciate. Um, we interviewed Jesse Cole, which is the owner of the Savannah Bananas baseball team. Um, they're they're basically a um, you know I think the best way to describe them in a, in a in a in a descriptive that most people recognize is like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. They basically took everything about baseball and said, let's look at all of the things that are not so great about baseball and how can we make them better and how can we make them more fan centric and how can we make them more exciting? And Jesse will talk more about that in the interview. Um, but they are just uh, an amazing, uh, amazing sight to see. And uh, Jesse himself uh, not only is the owner of that baseball team, but he's also an author, a speaker. Um, he, he's just he's just an all-around phenomenal guy, and I think you'll get that out of him uh, in the first ten seconds that he starts talking. Dude, I'm super pumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I've this this I've been looking forward. You guys pumped me on this for the last week, and I and I hate yeah. that I missed it too because you know I would have loved to have been there. Oh, yeah. So. Oh yeah. So yeah, let's. I'm I'm ready. Let's dive in. All right, cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up the video. We'll let it play, and uh, after the interview, Frank and I will be back to give you our live, immediate, in the moment reaction to the interview. So here we go. Hey, welcome everybody to Wedding Business Growth. I am here, obviously, with my good buddy Nick right here next to me, and we are joined by the Savannah Bananas owner Jesse Cole. Jesse, thank you for joining us today. Yes, fired up to be with you guys this morning. Man, I, I am so excited. I, I came to the game uh, a while back in April. I came to my first Savannah Bananas game, and it happened to be the one that they were recording for ESPN. So it was, I think it was a, even a little bit more hoopla going on that day and that, that whole weekend. And uh, I came back and told the guys, um, Frank, unfortunately, is not with us today, but I came back and told the guys about the experience, which to me is what it was. It wasn't just a baseball game. The whole thing was just an experience, and I loved it. And I said, we really got to get Jesse on the show with us. <laughs> well, thank you. Out of curiosity, what stood out for you at the game? What, what were some of the moments that stood out for you? I think, I think for me, what it was is that you know you had you know you had the band there, and then even if you just go back to the very beginning, like the minute I got there and I was in line, 
There was there were people from the staff welcoming me. Hey, welcome to the game. We're going to get started soon. There was a DJ there. Uh, then like the whole team and everybody comes out for this kind of grandstand entrance right out by the fans, high fiving everybody, dancing with everybody. Jesse, you were out there with the microphone, getting everybody hyped up. And um, I'm just an old school sports fan. So to me, to see um, to see that element of entertainment brought together with sports and to actually work and it not be hokey and weird and kind of like, eh, does this really work? Like everything just worked. And I think that's what I told them as I was like, you're you have to keep your head on a swivel because there's so much going on during the game. But everything works. So if you if you're a fan of sports, but you also like to be entertained, you can't have a better experience than this. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, one of the reasons that I also was hoping to have you on with us today was because as as you know, our viewers know, and, and, and we talked about a little bit earlier before the show, we all work in the wedding and events industry. Uh, the most important you know, thing for us is going to be our clients, whether it's a couple for a wedding or whoever it is that we work with. And a lot of the philosophies behind Fan First Entertainment, which obviously is your company, just is so applicable to our industry and how we can be towards them. And it's one of the reasons why we wanted to really talk to you about today. So I want to dive right in for time's sake. You, you have this concept of always be, and then it's like always be caring, always be different, always be enthusiastic, always be fun always be growing and always be hungry. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how that applies to how the Savannah Bananas uh, organization is ran? Sure, that, that's our fans first way that you're, uh, you're talking about. And that's basically how we hire, how we bring people on our team. That's who we're looking for. But you know, fans first goes a little bit deeper than that in the sense that it's the name of our company, Fans First Entertainment. It's our mission, Fans First Entertain Always. Every decision we ask, is it fans first? You know, a new book is fans first. Everything is about creating fans. Like everything is about creating fans. And, you know, I think to think back where we started six years ago, sleeping on an airbed, you know, the fact we only sold a handful of tickets. My wife and I had to sell our house. We were struggling. We were trying to chase customers instead of create fans. And when I think about the wedding business, you know, that you guys are in, you know, uh, we've developed the five E's to create raving fans. And the one I think about with you guys is the second one, which is entertain always. And, you know, everyone says, well, you know, most businesses, you're not in the entertainment business. You guys are definitely in the entertainment business. Nice. But I think about this, you know, it's not just to entertain here and there when you're supposed to. It's to map every single touch point to entertain. It's to map the moments from the first interaction to the last. And I think we found with baseball, it was too long, too slow and too boring. So how, as you're standing in line, you're entertained. How as you go to the bathrooms, you're entertained. How when you're in, in the grandstand, you're entertained. We have seven stages that we entertain. And I wonder if a, a, you know, a DJ or a person put on a wedding event sees they only have one main stage they're working with. And when you think about when people first walk in, when they leave the parking lot and you start crafting that, you could be pretty much the best uh, you know, uh, in your industry because you're starting to map every moment. And we were terrible at it at first, but now we've got better. And you know, we have 55 promotions before the game, as you probably saw. You know, We do five to 10 new things every night we've ever done before. And a lot of them fail. There was probably six or seven things that went miserably wrong, but not only people know because there's so much going on. That's the power of experimentation. So uh, that, I know a long-winded answer, but the reality is the fans first way is how we hire, how we bring people part of us. But the idea of fans first entertain always runs our business. And that kind of goes right into that, that CARE acronym. Um, can, you, can you talk a little bit about that, that acronym a little bit more? Wow, you're finding some of the some of the the, the hidden hidden parts of our company. I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the care is something that when we first developed our fans first uh, playbook, it was part of 
kind of who we are and what we're doing and what we stand for. And, you know, they communicate, you know, the right things at the right time to the right people. Accountability, which I believe is the sincerest form of love. Hold the people accountable to fans first and caring for people. Recognition. You know, everyone's looking to be recognized, but how many people are looking to recognize others? It's a different game. And then E is empowerment. How do you empower your others to start creating these fans first moments? And I think, you know, the best form of marketing isn't just word of mouth marketing. The best form of marketing is when people leave your event, leave uh, interacting with you and say, you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe what they did today. You wouldn't believe what I saw. You wouldn't believe how they did this and this. Like that you wouldn't believe. We try to create you wouldn't believe moments. And so when you empower your team to do that and you communicate the same things over and over again and you hold them accountable to do that and you recognize them for doing that, you get this unbelievable cycle of doing it over and over again. I I absolutely love that. And, 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 you know, uh, maybe a little selfishly, I love the accountability and I love what you said about, you know, it's the greatest form of love and it's just the, the ability to kind of, kind of unbiasedly be there for somebody good, bad, or indifferent and, and just, help hope help them hold themselves to a standard that they've said that they want to be held to and, and, and hold themselves to as well. I love that. Yeah. Well, the greatest coaches are always pushing people. You know, you're never going to remember the coach that was just like, Hey, always just good job. You need to balance the pushing them to be the best version of themselves. Plus recognizing when they start getting there. You know, I think you look at, you know, Steve jobs and Jeff Bezos, they might've pushed people so much, but I don't know if they recognized as much. Walt Disney was different. That's my biggest mentor. Walt Disney pushed to get the best out of people. He believed people could do things they never thought they could do. And when they did it, he recognized them. He acknowledged them. That, to me, is the perfect leader. And you combine those, it's a game changer. Yeah, I think that's awesome, too. And, and, I, and I think tran, you know, translating that over to our industry, even just being able to apply that recognition to the other vendors that you work with. And, and you know, when you see, for example, Nick is a videographer. I'm a DJ. We work together a lot. Um, but but, you know, when when I see when I can offer an opportunity, for example, for him to get a good shot, like that's a great time, you know, where maybe he would have missed that shot. Not that he wasn't capable of getting it. It's just that he might be focused on something else. This is going on over here. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, there's this thing going on over here. And that might be a point where he's just like, hey, man, thank you so much for not allowing me to miss that opportunity. Yes, I love this. And Nick, I want to jam into your business. You said you're a video, you're a videographer, correct? Yes. All right. I love that. Obviously, that's become a huge part of our brand and who we are. And, you know, coming from only selling a handful of tickets now to having 2.4 million TikTok uh, followers and all the growth, 3 million social media, you have a huge opportunity with video, as you know, especially where the world is now. All right. We are in a TikTok world now. All right. So, you know, you might already do this, but I, you know, you provide obviously the the dance, the kisses, the toast, the, the highlight video that everyone wants. And you have that as your main package. But what if you actually cut three to five TikToks or reels of actually really fun moments with your music that like that they would share that? Because, again, what's the greatest form of marketing? It's the greatest form of marketing is obviously word of mouth. You wouldn't believe. But what we measure, what we test is not the comments, the views, the likes. It's the shares. If someone is willing to share something, it gives them social currency. People won't share a five-minute highlight video, really. People won't share a 10-minute highlight video. But a 15-clip of the best man doing this crazy dance and putting it to a TikTok song and trend, that will be shared around the whole wedding party. And so maybe don't even say you're going to do that, but do that as an add-on. Hey, I've created these these five 40-second reels, these 40-second TikToks for you. Do you already do that? And I just throw that as an idea. No, I mean, I do it for my own business for like marketing, but I don't yeah. give them to the client. But I, I really love that idea. I really, really love that idea. Just kind of giving them. 
the uh, bonus. Yeah. yeah and, and, bonus. And, and then doing these little thinking of the whole wedding as a videographer and saying, all right, what are these extra things I could do and turn in not just the speech, but make it to a popular song and add it to it and cut it together into right. a little thing. And they may not love it. They may not use it, but whatever. It's just showing them like you went the extra step and it's fun too. And yeah. all of a sudden that they start sharing that, they'd be like, oh my God, our videographer did this out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's awesome. So those yeah. are the things I think about when you think about your position and how you add those extra moments. I love it. I love that as well. Absolutely. Wow. Gems. Look at that. Jesse dropping gems yeah, for us within so awesome. our industry, right? How cool yeah. is that? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to hit you with another one. As, as you can probably already tell, we've been doing a lot of research because I have just completely gone bananas, as silly as that sounds, over this team and, and just the way you do things, Jesse. And, and so um, one of my favorite parts of, of the concepts of Fan First is the three M's, moments, matter, and meaning, right? Like, that is like our industry. If you couldn't define our industry any other way, to me, those are three things. Moments, matter, and meaning. Let's talk about that a little bit. The three M's, yes. Uh, when we started building fans first, we started we thought, how can we simplify some of our messages, some of our things that matter to our company? And we started thinking, and you know, I was just like, nothing matters more than making people feel like they matter. It's as simple as that. Nothing matters more. And making people feel like they matter. And so we started to say, well, how do you do that? And it's you create moments that show people they matter. And then the full circle is that it gives you yourself, your team, everyone deeper meaning. And so what we look for is, again, those moments that we can create. And, you know, I have tons of stories of recognition and things that we try to do. And, um, you know, during our games, we teach our teams to listen carefully and respond creatively. And so whenever we, you know, know that even like when we hear someone's having a baby and we have a banana baby before the game david you probably are well aware of it I we did, look up the baby there and saying no savannah nah. and the whole crowd does it we have a waiting list on for the banana baby like people before like when they get pregnant they call us to actually join the waiting list and a little touch that we can do to create a little moment is when we, they reach out to us we send a bananas onesie to them with a personal note congrats so excited to have a banana baby it's a simple moment that shows that we care about them, that they matter. And that provides us meaning because it's not just, hey, we're putting on a show. We're actually connecting with individuals as who they are. And obviously, when you're in the wedding business, you get to, if you're great at what you do, you ask a lot of questions and you get to know what really matters to the bride and the groom and the family. And when you know that, then you can use those little touches, listen carefully, and respond in a creative way. Hey, I heard this matters so much to you. I, I added this. You know, this was a gift I gave you. I mean, again, think about this. How many people in the wedding business actually give gifts to the bride and groom other than just performing? Sure. What if you guys actually had a personalized gift for them? And, and you know, that extra little touch, but it shows it's not just like, hey, it's a, but maybe it is an amazing picture or something from the wedding that you guys did and said, hey, to an amazing life together, blah, 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 blah. And you sent this as just a gift. Maybe it's a week after. Maybe you send them videos and they get that at a different time. It's those moments that really matter that, again, gives us meaning to what we do, that we're not just on another wedding, not just another game. We're actually in people's lives and we're connecting with them in a real way that makes a difference. Yeah. And to your point, I actually saw recently, which I wish I could remember who it was, but I'm like, I, I, I hate to steal this idea from this person, but I think I'm going to do it. I saw a guy that actually presented a couple with, uh, it looked like a record and it was the lyrics from their first dance song. And then it had like their, their names and wedding date. And it was like, just like a, a, you know, a print, I don't know, like a six by nine print or something like this. And it was just something that was unique and cool and special to that couple and uh, just, just a really neat touch. You know, it's, it's so good. And, and John Rulon's amazing at this with the book Giftology. So many people, the amount 
millions and probably billions of dollars that are spent on promo items with your logo on it, on a pen, on a koozie, on a shirt, make it about them. Make it about them. Now, obviously, we're a little different because we're a sports team and people feel pride in that a little bit. But, you know, instead of sending them, oh, here's some stuff, my, my logo on, here's some koozies for you. Put it specific to them, and then they're going to hang that record up in their house for the rest of their life because it means so much to them. And I think that is that is really special. Wow. That's really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just kind of continuing the conversation, focusing on, um, you know, we acronyms, you know, acronyms seem to be really, really awesome. Um, focusing on being the only and most fan. Can we talk a little bit about the, the only acronym and kind of what that means and dive into it a little bit? The hardest question I've learned when talking to entrepreneurs and businesses, anybody, is what makes you different? It's the hardest question anybody has to answer. And a lot of businesses, they will say they will use the errs. You know, we're a little better at this. We're a little faster at this. You know, we're a little er, er, er. Mm. And it's all based against their competitors. The right question is, what are you the only one doing? Because when you're the only one doing, that can spread tremendously because people are saying, oh, no, these guys are the ones to do because they're the only one doing that. So how do you do it? And if you want to keep going to acronyms, it's funny because you're bringing these up from the old fans first playbook. <laughs> I haven't talked about these in a while. But the only uh, O is own the problems in your industry. The first thing, if you want to be the only, you have to find out what are the problems and challenges in your industry. For us, baseball, long, slow, and boring. You go to a ballpark, you get nickel and dimed. Every, you know, so literally why we have no ticket fees, no convenient fees. We pay your taxes. Like our, our finance director said, Jess, you know we're going to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in people's taxes this year. We pay their taxes on food, their taxes on merchandise, and their taxes on tickets. All right? So, and every ticket's all inclusive when you come to Savannah. As you know, David, like you could, whenever you want a soda, burger, hot dog, just go up and get it. And, and you know, that's the way it works. So we found the problems. We own them. You get nickel and dime at sporting events. And it's long, slow, and boring. Nonstop entertainment and all-inclusive. Those became two of our onlys. Then, you know, and how do you create noise? Attention beats marketing 1,000% of the time. You know, you have to be able to have something that's so different that when you say it, people start telling everyone else about it. It's very contagious. And then L, you know, love. We have to think about the L, the, the love in your business. And people don't talk about that. Obviously, in the wedding business, I hope they're talking about that. That's not going to be a good marriage if they're not. But the reality is love is important. And so we talk about the three L's. Love your customer more than you love your product. Love your people, your team members, your employees, even more than you love your customer. And then you got to love yourself above all if you want to be the best for everyone else. So many people are in a bad headspace. They're not winning the morning. They're, they're starting days off not on purpose, and they're struggling every day that they can't be their best for their people or their customers. It's that inverted thing. You want to be the best for others, be the best for yourself first. So when you create those, then you can start going up this ladder of creating what you are the only. And then finally, the why that puts it all together is the why. Why do you do what you do? Simon Sinek made it famous talking about the why. We always say we're here. You know, we got a business. We're making money. We're there. But what gets you up in the morning, the purpose behind why you do what you do? And for me, I know when we bring people together from all over the country and we have a family come up to me in a game just happened a couple of weeks ago and say, you know, uh, you know, we're so excited. We had so much fun. I go, oh, did you drive into town? They go, we drove 40 hours from Utah for this game. And we're driving 40 hours back tomorrow. It was everything that we could hope for. And then at the end of the night, when the band's playing in the plaza, and David, I don't know if you stayed to the end, but we're oh, playing yeah. all these jams, then all of a sudden the band goes into Stand By Me, and you have all the players and the cast members and the fans put their arms around each other singing Stand By Me. It's a goosebump moment because you feel that you're a part of something. When I feel that, that we're bringing people together, I feel this unbelievable love, and that combines everything else to create what you're the only at. 
That took years to build, years to get there. But if you answer those questions, what are you going to own? What problems are you going to own in the industry? How are you going to create noise and create attention, not just market like everyone else? How are you going to follow the three loves? And then what? How do you know why you do what you do and tell everyone about it? Wow. Yeah, and, and yeah, I definitely I was there from you know I, I purposely came very early, and I mm -hmm. was probably one of the last people to leave. And, and you're right, that last moment of just kind of. Um, and, and I think it, you can you can do a tie-in with a wedding too, because it's kind of like when we do the last dance at the wedding, mm -hmm. like you've had this experience. It's so fun and, and, and so exciting and had so many different up and down emotional moments. But then at that, at that very end, when you just tie it together and you take like a couple seconds to kind of remember why we're all here in the first place. Um, there's, there's just something very special and very magical about yeah. that. And, and we built to that. Do you remember Yellow? We're, mm -hmm. we're at a whole stadium singing Yellow and they have the yep. lights up. All we're right. Gonna, how, gonna, how, did uh, that, how did that yep. feel being in the crowd? That was a new experiment for us. Yeah, that was also another goosebump moment. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. Nick, for that, we have the whole stadium with their flashlights up playing and we're singing Yellow. We got the mm -hmm. stars, like how they shine for you and everything was all yellow. It's That's our second stretch. And so we yeah. build towards those moments of a roller coaster and it's experiment, but I don't want to take too much time, but it's those moments that people remember, hopefully. That yeah, was awesome. Absolutely. Was so awesome. Well, we only have a few minutes left and, and, and I wanted to just give you an opportunity to touch a little bit about, I mean, we've talked so much about Jesse Cole, the, the Savannah Bananas business owner, but tell, tell our, our viewers a little bit more about Jesse Cole, the speaker, the author, obviously, and, and maybe a little bit about the yellow tux and the, you know, that whole concept as well. Definitely. Well, I appreciate it. Yes, I'm in a yellow tux uh, and on a lot of audio-only podcasts. They're like, why are you wearing this? I go, because this is my uniform. You know, I played baseball my whole life, and when I put on my uniform, it's game time. You get a to a different gear. You amplify who you are to the best version. And so I own seven of these. Uh, I proposed to my wife in this yellow tuxedo. She actually said yes. We're still married. Um, I'm probably the only returning customer at brightcoloredtuxedos.com. That website actually exists, and I bought numerous <laughs> from them. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I wear it whenever I'm on stage, whenever I'm on the field, it, it's, you know, again, I put this on and it's showtime for me. And I believe everyone has something, it, this is obviously a figurative, but something, ha someone has something that makes them stand out and how do they own it? Um, so yeah, yellow tux is big. Uh, you know, I, I, I got asked to start sharing a story a few years ago and, you know, I remember, uh, you know, speaking at little rotaries and chambers and now I'm just so fortunate uh, to be able to travel the world sharing uh, our story and uh, fans first, the five E's to create raving fans that I share in our book. And um, so, yeah, that's a big part of my life. But, you know, again, everyone says it kind of cliche, but, you know, this is a big part of my identity and who I am. But I am I am most proud, you know, of being a, a father and a husband and now a foster parent to two beautiful young girls that it's my wife's dream to be a foster parent and we're we're doing everything we can to make sure they're in a great spot and, and healthy and happy and you know maybe one day we'll put it all together and create a nonprofit called bananas foster and, and try to do it all over the world and have some fun so you know those are those are things we're working on and it's just part of uh it's all part of you know what what gives me joy and gives me purpose man that's so awesome now when when's the book come out i know it's pretty soon isn't it may 17th is launch day yeah may oh, wow. 17th is launch day and very excited about it Awesome. two years of work well i'll definitely be grabbing me a copy because i i can't get enough of what you guys are doing honestly yeah thank you and, and the book's the first ever i'll tell you that there's a halftime show actually in the book which we're the <laughs> only baseball team to ever do a halftime show and it failed absolutely miserably david we didn't do one your game because it failed so bad we'll eventually bring it back but there's actually a halftime show in the book and there's a few other surprises so it's a lot of fun that's great well thank you man thank you so much for taking the time yeah. to join us today i know you're a busy person and, and we didn't want to take up too much of your time so Truly appreciate you joining us. I hope that 
Our audience gets a lot out of this. I know I do. And I also encourage our audience to go to the Savannah Bananas website, go to the About Us page and watch the videos that are on there and just understand the incredible story of how this team almost didn't even happen. And I, and I, and I, I just kind of want to tease that because I definitely want people to watch that and understand that when you believe in something, you have a passion about something that you really want, you can make it happen. And, and Jesse is, is living proof of that. So thank yeah. you again so much. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. And thank you for coming out and seeing the show. That means a lot to us. Oh, I'll be out plenty, plenty more. Believe me, I, I'm going to potentially even be a season ticket holder next year. If I can <laughs> rustle somebody out of letting me get one from them. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode. Be sure to tune in next time for part two on the Wedding Business Growth Podcast.